Hello, Ms. E-Class. How are you? Good, good. It's great to see you. It's It's been That's a while. Funny. I know, right? Let me move my, um, my, my, look, I, I, I come in the closet and do my show. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. I'll set up. So yeah, it's pretty cool. Okay. Carry on. Uh, it's funny you mentioned that one of my former bosses wrote a book and he had to do the the tape of the book and one the place that he used was his closet because it was the most conducive to like recording your voice have you ever yes the yeah. sound is so much better in here I, I have an office um, but the sound is just not the same so I I hang in the closet the <laughs> closet <laughs> as a mom it, this is my escape so I was going to say, yeah, you, you have a six month old, right? You got your hands full. <laughs> oh my goodness. 19, 13, 11 and six months. So yeah. Goodness sakes. We'll get into, uh, like, <laughs> you know, work life balance with being in radio, but, um, right. what kind of got you, uh, started in, in radio and what inspired you to get going with this career? Oh my goodness. So, um, as long as I can remember when I was a kid, I wanted to get into radio or TV, um, I even wanted to do singing and acting. And, and the discouraging thing is when I was in kindergarten, we had to write down what we wanted to be. And what I wrote down, my teacher told me that that was not a real job. Uh, yeah, being in entertainment, being a singer, being um, a radio person, a TV person was not a real job. So my backup, she was like, you need to pick another one. And my backup was teaching, which I love. Um, working with children as well so I put teacher and she was like yes now that's it you know I'm like okay so that kind of fueled me at an early age I mean I was in kindergarten but I was really advanced for my age and that I, I was like there's no way you know there's all these people out here that are doing this this is what I want to do so they have like video recordings of me going around talking whatever like that's just in my life and and um I I went to school eventually you know I was in college at Ball State and I remember um, a professor telling me to stay in the know, you know, stay on top of the job market. The only radio experience I had was like listening to it. Mm. <laughs> that was it. And, and pretending to be some of my favorite talent up until that part. Um, I did TV in high school, but mm -hmm. that was about it. So I get into um, radio and I stayed looking up the job market. I stayed on top of it and one day a position opened up and I applied for it. I knew I probably wasn't, you know, that experienced, but right. I applied for it anyway and got my foot in the door. I, I He was like, well, you're not qualified for this, but you can do that. And um, that was my end, right. you know, and um, I never had an internship. I never, <laughs> I didn't have my degree yet. I didn't have anything. So <laughs> I just got an end and, and I worked my butt off like to get to where I am now. Well, and you proved that teacher wrong, uh, whoever that teacher I is. I did. I did. <laughs> I want to find that teacher. <laughs> I do. I do want to mention, too, uh, you said you went to Ball State, and I went to UND. I uh, was at okay. WICR for a few years to do my radio training, but I feel like the business has changed a little bit. Like, Oh, my gosh, yes. What, um, what would you encourage for a educational path? Because the four-year degree isn't necessarily the one that you have to take. <laughs> oh my goodness. And, and can, let me be honest, I don't even have mine. Um, and what I did was I actually got into radio without having anything. I'm just being honest. Like I, sure. I didn't have anything, you yeah. know, and um, I went back to school because I just wanted to go back to school. Um, and I obtained my, and my stomach is growing and I obtained my associate's degree 
and um just because I had the credits to do that but then I'm actually planning to go back to school just for for me but um thanks 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 but yeah no as far as um this day and age in radio um it's always it's always about who you know but um this day and age I mean of course I'm going to encourage anybody go to college you know live that life experience it one time um (laughs) (laughs) experience it and um you know if it if it's for you it's going to be for you Uh, we see it all the time people with four-year degrees that don't even tap into the field you know we see that but if there's a certification you can do certifications won't hurt either because if you look at the job market a lot of times they'll want a combination of experience and education Mm. um and you know what sometimes you can fake it till you make it not saying lie but (laughs) Uh-huh. Yeah. Not telling you to lie, but if you if you have experience, for example, you know, you've, you went to school and you did your college radio or your high school radio, and then you got a certification, uh, I think that's enough to have some type of experience under your belt that you can definitely put down. But yeah, it, it's yeah. so different because I feel like it depends on the company and it depends on the position with what you need. But I'm I'm going to say, try to get your degree. <laughs> <laughs> Always a good thing to have just for the, the total uh, education. And, uh, you know, I was fortunate enough to grow up kind of in an entertainment family because my dad was a singer and entertainer in indie for a long time. And then my mom nice. was a uh, published author. Um, okay. What did your parents do for work? I'm curious. So my dad, and this is so like too far, far ends of the spectrum. Uh, dad was he drove buses for IPS for like 21 years and then he was their transportation supervisor yeah he did that for like 21 years and then my mother she was always the director of like the housing authority in Indianapolis and then she uh, worked with HUD and um, she was president of the Lawrence Township School Board and now she's the um, interim director again for the Indianapolis Housing Authority but okay. yeah to, nothing related to anything but but my family was very musical though they were very musical like everyone sings everyone played instruments my uncle was signed to death row records before they were actually yeah they were actually going to have an edm component they were going to have an edm the whole thing and and um he got signed to that he was the first artist to get signed as an edm artist and uh right as they were going to roll that out all the stuff happened tupac was shot and then suge and then it just was a mess so uh, mm-hmm. death row obviously didn't end up being able to be what it was um but he sang back up for uh various artists brandy and and what have you he did that for years mm-hmm. um now he's he's in ministry really heavy but he also is a dj um but uh he's saying uh it's from the dot shoot i mean i'm 39 and he, he was singing well before i was born um my dad sang there was a group um after seven mm-hmm. it's still out now um, my dad used to sing with them when they lived in Greencastle and, and um, New Babyface and all of them. And um, yeah, it's it's weird. And and I actually do have a celebrity that people do know that I'm related to, kind Is of. That... Um, Samuel L. Jackson, actually. What? <laughs> okay. <cool. laughs> yeah. That is, yeah, that is my cousin through marriage. However, his his wife, who is also an actress, is my mother's cousin she's my mother's direct cousin and okay. so um it was pretty cool like my grandfather showed me like the wedding invitation and 
Um, hmm. Samuel L. Jackson had on tennis shoes at his wedding and super cool stuff. So yeah, we 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 had a lot of um, actors and singers and music related no people in my family, but <laughs> my parents, yeah, that's they were just you know they did what they wanted to do. Have you had a chance to meet Samuel L. personally? Or? Man, I wish I want to meet him so bad, <laughs> and it's so weird. I'm like, Ma, can't you just reach out to his wife and then can yeah. we figure that out? Because I would love to meet him. You know, he's he's oh my goodness, he's Samuel. You know, Do you have a favorite but, movie of his? He's been in like two thousand of them. Two thousand of them, right? <laughs> um, I I don't have a favorite because I I usually like every role that he's in. Yeah. Um, even the roles that are really small that he may play a very you know minor right. role, but it's just it's enough. You know, like I always like his roles, and, and even like like Django, I didn't like his character obviously, <laughs> but I liked his role. Like he played a good role. You know what I mean? Like he he does a He's an amazing actor. So, but all anything, I mean, if I could, if I could be a fly on the wall during a Marvel filming, I would love that because <laughs> I'm a Marvel girl. Oh, okay. What, what, uh, what's your favorite of the Marvel? There's seems like a Marvel movie came out every six months for a while. So, yeah. Um, it is interesting you say that. My favorite is probably, uh, that's tough. I actually like when Iron Man first came out or maybe the second one because. Iron Man was a jerk, right? And it just, I just liked his character. And I, I, he, I, I, he just, he made everybody mad. I liked Iron Man uh, 2 and I liked um, Civil War. Yeah. I liked that one. That was a good one. Um, of course, Infinity, Infinity War, you know, Endgame, of course. But I liked WandaVision. The series was really, really good to me. Yeah. I really liked WandaVision. So I like, I like, I mean, all aspects of Marvel. I, I'm interested in seeing the direction that it's going to go into. Um, we're seeing more more women-led roles, which even as a woman, and I know it's Women's History Month, I'm not going to say I'm like too much of a fan of. <laughs> but I know it's in the comic books, and I'm like, man, do we have to go this route? But hey, um, yeah. I'm interested in seeing what they do with it. Me too. I'm, I'm going to have to uh, binge on uh, Disney Plus to catch up on all that yes. stuff. But, Absolutely. Um, you know, one thing I wanted to ask you about, because I think it's really important and it it kind of begins to develop your character uh, on the air. Like uh, Miss E-Class is the personality name that you have for yourself. How did you develop that? <laughs> oh, my goodness. It was, you know, it kind of happened. I was in promotions and it got to a point where we were going to do street events and we wouldn't always have a talent, um, but we may have to do a call in. So he was like you know come up with a name I'm like what because I, I I did Collins before that and I was like hey it's Erica mm -hmm. and it just didn't have that same not on a hip-hop station you know it just didn't have that same uh feel so I remember this guy that was working there at the time Ronnie and he always called me e-class and I'm like where did that come from but he gave everybody a nickname like that was just his thing um so one day I said it on the air and they were like that's it and it stuck Okay. Would I would I have changed it if I could? Yeah, probably. Because I, I think I would probably went by like Erica E or I don't know. Something different probably. It's too much of a branded thing now for you to change, right? It is so much of a branded thing. And I would love to just go by my darn name. You know, like now I see the importance of why some people do go by like some aspect of their real name. I wish I could just go by my real name. <laughs> 
Well, and one thing that I kind of thought of, or at least, you know, my dad was in entertainment and he's like, JBK, your initials would be homage to me. And one important thing, I don't know if this is part of it, like picking a name isn't uh, the less syllables, the better. Like Howard Stern is three right. syllables. Three. Yeah. Uh, I think the, the shorter that it is, the better, possibly. I, I think so too. It flows, you know, I like your initials. I think that... Um... <laughs> It, it works and and like my initials are eep but so i could have went by eep but um right. but like it 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 um I, I like your initials and i get it like shorter the better simple it's easy to remember easy right. to it's easy to heck to brand so one one way that we uh cross paths with each other was we ended up at the cumulus cluster together in indy uh how did you yeah. end up there so i was with radio one for almost eight years right and then um <laughs> one day this this we turn on the radio and it's throwback music playing and we're like what in the world is going on here it's like throwback everything r&b throwback hip-hop and, and and the city is losing their minds because we've never heard anything like that right. uh, like on a consistent um you know to consistently hear that on the radio um and everybody in the building was like man i'm, I'm going over there i want to do this i want to do that me on the other hand i was like i love it but I wasn't, uh, I wasn't like that, you know, it was, right. it was, it was interesting. So then, um, I felt like it was time for me to, to leave where I was. Um, but I didn't know it was really going to be time for me to leave where I was. Uh, so next thing you know, the, the program director of the station reached out to me and he was like, he started following me. Matter of fact, he started following me on social media mm-hmm. and I was like, oh shoot. Cause <laughs> I know that's the program director. Oh, oh. So he's following me and um, next thing you know, he reached out and he wanted me to come have an interview and, and chat with him. And I was like, oh, wow, this is really happening. Like, okay. <laughs> and I thought it was so funny because the people in my building were still like, oh yeah, I'm sending my stuff over to him. And I didn't send anything, you know? So um, he had been listening to me though and he liked what he heard. Um, so he, we interviewed and I got put on as the night personality which was awesome and um next thing you know I, I think we did some some maneuvering and switched things up I was middays uh, after that but that's how I ended up at Cumulus Indy like he, we really just were um it's a brand new station that launched and he put me Zach and, and himself Jay Michaels on at the time and that's how I got over there and it was it was a game changer and I mean New York Times came and covered us it was like a big deal because we went straight to like number one and no other radio station had did that like upon launching it was it was like a historic moment in radio so it was pretty cool to be a part of 98.3 the beat correct was that the uh it was so nope so it was 93.9 or 93.9 i'm sorry yep yep no 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 worries it's actually stationed in indianapolis it is 98.3 um but yeah it was 93.9 the beat and um Man, good times. It was like playing all the stuff. It was nostalgia. And uh, we we got to a point where we had like a concert, man. It was like every couple of weeks we were bringing, you know, all the, the artists. DMX. We brought DMX, actually. DMX, Mystical, uh, Nelly, Genuine, Bone Thugs and Harmony, Twista. We, I mean, we just churned them out. And people would come and we had them at the Vogue. And then we would do the big shows, like the the summer jams and you know, I remember one, it was like SWV and, and Shock G from Digital Underground and 
it, it was a plethora of artists. It, it was awesome though to uh, go down memory lane with with everyone, and and I love the fact that we had a very diverse audience. Like you'd go to our concerts, and um, it'd be white, black, young, old, and and I loved it. So uh, it, that was definitely a game changer for me in my career. So. Well, and between your family and the folks that you've met in radio, I mean, you probably don't get starstruck that much anymore, I would imagine. You know, I would for a few artists now. I would for a few, Who? a few celebs, but definitely Usher, Chris Brown, Beyonce, okay. Jay-Z. I probably would pass out for, every, for all the four of those. Like, I just would. Yeah, there, I, I think there are moments like where I may have felt like I, I like I'm going to what am I going to do if I meet this person or, and then I meet them and, and I'm like, Oh, they're just like you and me, you know, but yeah. I do think that there are those, those few that I probably would, would be head over heels about. Well, and I've asked, uh, Kevin Freeman was on the program not too yeah. long ago. Uh, oh, Kevin. and he did a morning show. still does a morning show at WFMS. Uh, yeah. Did you ever do the a morning day part? I think certain people prefer certain parts of the day. <laughs> Let me tell you. So <laughs> I never did a morning day part. However, I was a morning show producer and mornings were not for me. I produced for the Tom Joyner <laughs> show for a couple of years. Wow. And then I produced for the Burt show. Uh, I was a morning show producer for, for them at Cumulus Indianapolis, just basically running the board and making sure that everything played in the morning. Um, yeah. However, mornings are not my friend, even as a mom, they're not my friend, you know, like I overslept this morning. So um, that that really, I know everyone aspires to be in mornings or whatever. I really, really don't. Like I love middays. That's like my favorite day part. I, I think I could do middays and afternoon drive, but mornings, man, I, I wouldn't even, I wouldn't wake up. I'd right. be late all the time. Okay, so uh, break down for me because the, the business has changed a little. What's a typical day for you uh, from start to finish? Um, so, yeah, the, the, it has changed so much. Um, a typical day for me, it depends. Like if you're going in the studio, you know, then I'm going to get up. I'm going to get my kids together, uh, make sure they get off to school. And then I'm going to head to the studio. I'm going to do my show and I usually may check in with little sales here and there, and then I, I I go home, you know. But during my show, that's consisting of social media and um, having to stay in the know on on the current events and what have you. Which at one point, of course, you always need to be in the know for radio, but now, like, you have to be on social mm -hmm. media, and and I mean, you have you have many hats now in radio that you didn't have before, which why is why some of their favorite. Uh, radio talent, some of them are getting phased out if they can't keep up with it. Um, mm. And I, I hate that, but you have to be able to go with the times, I guess. Um, but for days like today, um, I may wake up and come in the closet and, you know, knock out my shows <laughs> and hop on social media and, and you know, get my, my news updates and then, um, yeah, do my shows and then I may go back to sleep or... <laughs> I mean, yeah. you know, find something to eat, but um, it, it really just depends um, if I'm if I'm at home or if I'm in the studio. But I prefer being in the studio. I, I think COVID really changed the game for for a lot of us, and you know, that's when we were forced to have to to do what we could do from where we could. But um, the studio is is my place. Like I think it's uh, it's an it's, it's escape it's an escape from from home and being with the kids and just the day to day. 
but then it's also you know some of your celebrities come by and just being immersed in that environment I think just does something to to you so yeah the studio is my my happy place and even though people uh, who do this career are, uh, you know, into all aspects of it and want to be involved uh, doing social media, being on the air 24-7, does it ever feel uh, like you don't disconnect and like, I, I just need a break, you know, sometimes? <laughs> oh my gosh, all the freaking time. Because yeah. what they'll tell you is as a radio talent, you never are really off the air. Right. You're never really off. Like you're off for your day part, but you're not off. Like I can't say half the crap I really want to say on my social media pages <laughs> uh, because I'm, I'm, you know, they're always watching. Um, I remember one time I put up a post complaining about my cell phone service because it was trash. I'm like, man, I can't get any reception anywhere. And my boss hit me up so fast. Like, hey, you got to remove that because they're one of our clients. And I'm like, man, what? Mm. So I feel like you're never off. Um, in radio when especially like when you're you're a personality you're never off the air and and that can hold true to a lot of jobs I mean social media is really like a mm -hmm. window into your life and and um, it can make or break you we've seen it with with celebs you know getting dragged for things they posted years ago right mm -hmm. um, but I, I you're never really on you're never really off um, I think I'm always e-class now which i don't know how i feel about that <laughs> <laughs> well and uh something else that was uh that i learned while i was in the cluster at uh cumulus and indy was that it's not it's not like anchorman there there is some working in between stations like did you ever uh do shifts on any other station while, while you oh were there? my gosh see yeah. that's the other thing i feel like i mean in radio now, you have to wear many hats um, to be able to stick around. <laughs> you know, like, I really believe that. When I was in Radio 1, I um, did everything in that building. Like, believe it or not, I I was on the air part-time for High 96.3. At some any given time, I could run the board on, on at the time, Radio Now, 100.9. Um, I ran the board on 106 TLC. Um, I, I was a morning show producer for a couple of years for Tom Joyner. I produced for Yolanda Adams morning show. I produced for um, an evening gospel show. Yeah. I was on their TV segment on IMC TV. So I had a TV segment I would do sometimes and fill in. I was also a fill in personality. I was a fill in receptionist and was in promotions like yes. Yeah, so I, I, I literally did everything. And then I got to Cumulus and I was a fill-in receptionist. I was a full-time promotions director for 93.9 The Beat. I was a full-time promotions director and full-time radio personality for 93.9. And then when it switched to Energy 93.9, I ran the Burt Show and produced that. And I, I did, um, and I think I did something on the weekends. I was part-time on the weekend. So yeah, like you're, you're always having to wear hats. And now I, I'm Cumulus Memphis and I'm on the air in, in Memphis. I'm on the air in Providence. I'm on the air for Westwood One's uh, Classic Hip Hop Network. Right. I'm on the air for Westwood One's R&B Network, which is The Touch, and I also schedule their music. Um, so, yeah, <laughs> wearing well, many hats. Well, and uh, amazingly, I think I was only at the cluster in Indy for 11 months, but I can remember when uh, 
93.9 went the beat went away and it, it we caused uh well one one time of year that you can do a format change and buy yourself some time was uh christmas christmas i, I walk in and you know it's christmas music on the station like what what's your advice to air personalities when a format change goes down or management changes because that that could mean your job <laughs> oh my gosh yes so uh i went through both i went through management changes i went through um like I, I lost the the promotions, the program director that hired me um, uh, was let go. And that really, I hated that because I mean, like, man, what? Like I, for me, it was rough because that's how I got there. So then I'm scared. Like, are they going to let me go? You know, right now that he's not here. Um, mm-hmm. And he's actually also the reason that I, I learned about the job in Memphis. So thanks, Jay Michaels. But um, hey, Jay. <laughs> hey, Jay. But yeah, uh, when, when things switched up, it is. It's nerve wracking because you don't know what's going to happen with your job. Um, just like me, when they switched from um, when they switched from the beat to energy, I'm like, OK, so where do I go now? You know, and, <laughs> and the morning show was was the position I was offered. I knew I was like, oh, God, I did this before. I'm not, this is not even it for me, but I, I still wanted to be there. So I took it um, and I still was able to to be on my other networks and what have you. But you just have to, you know, be strong and still show and prove that you can do the day to day, show and prove that you can adapt and just be be prepared, though. Be ready for anything. Like, I, I'm telling you, I had an air check ready. I had a resume ready at any given time. I, I and I, I still try to keep my stuff ready. Um, I have reels, commercial reels ready to go um, so that um, in the event something happens, like, I mean, look at COVID, you know, it was mm-hmm. a game changer for a lot of people. Um, unfortunately, uh, you know, just always stay ready so you don't have to get ready. Do you have a podcast yourself? I don't. And the funny thing is they actually want us to have a podcast. I just can't figure out what I would want my podcast to be. Like, I don't know if I would want to take the the mom approach um, I don't know if I would want to talk about Disney all day. Like, I, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> and, yeah. You know, there's a, there's a lot of um, avenues I could take. And, and I would, I would kind of want to take something that's not really already touched upon, but I also know that there's going to be times where it's going to be a hundred people doing the same thing, but it's all about how you do it. So um, I'm still trying to figure that part out. Maybe you can help me out coming up with a <laughs> concept for that. Hey, if you need a producer, I'm I'm there for hey, you. Hey, there we you, go. You know, um, what's I also wanted to ask too, because uh, I'm just gonna be honest. I don't like music that's coming out now. Uh, I, I listen to old music. Is it sometimes hard to listen to the stuff that you have to on a daily basis? Let me tell you, it is so hard. <laughs> <laughs> it is so hard, and I've gotten in trouble before because I've turned the music down in the studio. <laughs> I don't want to hear it. And they're like, uh, turn that up so you know what's going on. Or I may have it up, but then I may have something pulled up where I'm listening to other music that I actually really want to hear. Um, I know that's bad, but it's the truth. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm yeah. with you. Like, I, I, I'm an old school head, man. I love 90s music. 90s is my favorite. Like, I can listen to 90s music all day, some 80s music, but I, I'm a 90s girl. So that's like my thing, you know, but the music now, there's stuff that I like about it, but then it, it's stuff where I'm like, what is this? And my kids listen to it, so I, I'm trying to keep up. I try to listen to whatever they're listening to on TikTok and all that stuff, but yeah, it's 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 definitely different. It doesn't have the same feel-good vibes to me that that some of the other stuff once had or, but, or still does have. 
you know, one thing that uh, I noticed because my dad passed away in uh, September of 2019. Mine did did too, in 2012. I'm so sorry to hear that. But, uh, you know, uh, one thing that you don't realize when you're a kid and and when they're around sometimes is uh, how cool (laughs) your your parents are. My dad was a singer and an entertainer. I'm curious, like, are your kids embarrassed by you, uh, or, or are they? Do they think you're a cool oh. person with your job? <laughs> so it's it's funny. Like my my oldest is in music. He actually produces music. Um, so sometimes, um, you know, he may share that that I do it. But he, I think he's at the point where he wants to get it on his own. So he doesn't like to name drop, you know, or or like yeah, my mom's on the radio because he's trying to get in on on just his talent. Yeah. Um. But my younger two, oh my goodness, why? Because I have, I've the younger two are thirteen, eleven, um, that tell everyone. You know, they're gonna tell <laughs> all their friends. So yeah, their friends know that I, I'm in radio. They think it's super cool. So um, I, I've I've always brought my kids in, with me to the studio to different events. Um, so they love it. They you know they think it's cool. Uh, I'm sure I embarrass them at some point, but yeah, they they like it though. With the challenges of media, do you? want them to go into it or are you like don't try something else <laughs> I, you know I, I support whatever they want to do like I honestly am that type of mom like right now my, my daughter wants to she's only 13 but she knows that she wants to do hair like she says she wants to go to beauty school I'm like all for it hey I'll get whatever you need now let's start you start you off get you, get her a mannequin and, and go on about her business you know my my oldest when he said he wanted to produce music I know at the age of nine or ten I went out and got all this equipment for him so um, I just try to, you know, foster whatever my children want to do. Um, if they want, if they came to me and said they wanted to do radio, I would, I would help them and push them. But, um, you know, I'm not going to force anything on them. Um, but I am going to be honest. I, I'm, I'm just, that's me anyway. So I'm going to tell you the good, the bad and the ugly. And then I'll let you make your decision as to if that's what you want to pursue. Well, and uh, I'm just asking because, uh, you know, Journey's only six months old. Like, are, are you starting to see yeah. personality oh in all gosh. your kids? Journey and, has, uh, and Journey has so much personality in six months. It is crazy. I don't know if this is like these post-pandemic babies or like just something different because she has all the personality already. Um, so <laughs> I'm interested in seeing what she's going to do besides run the show. Um, it, but, you know... I do see things like my, my oldest, um, I know he's going to do music regardless, but my, my son that's 11, he actually is the one that does like the voice imitations and all that all the time. So I often oh. wonder like, Hmm, you may do acting or voiceovers. You never know, but, um, he's a gamer and, and basketball player. So that's what he really wants to do. And I'm not going to tell my kids that nothing is impossible. Everything is possible this way. Cause if I can do it, they can do it. Well, and if he does impressions, would he do like Saturday Night Live or something? That'd be cool. Hey, you know? he could. He that... could. And I would love it. I would be in the front row. <laughs> I imagine with all of your responsibilities, have you had a chance to travel throughout the country? Different oh, places? yeah. I travel like a lot. We're actually traveling a few weeks to Orlando um, for a week. And I cannot wait because that's my happy place. Right. Um, but even even when we weren't supposed to be traveling, I was yeah. still traveling. Um and I can say I probably travel a few times a year now. I got over my fear of flying in 2017. Uh, yep. Prior to that, I, I flew before, but I hated it. Now it doesn't bother me as much. So I just book flight and I'll just go. Like it's been times where we've randomly like 
hey, what are you doing this weekend? You want to fly to Orlando? And we literally booked a flight that day, flew out to Orlando and chilled for the weekend. Um, so I, I love doing stuff like that. And if I could do it all the time, I would. Or um, we even, uh, a couple of weeks ago, we just drove to Cincinnati We for dinner. We took the kids and decided to just go eat dinner in Cincinnati. So, you know, I, I, I try to do something. Um, I, I, I try to travel more because I feel like we just never know what we have left or what's going to happen on a day to day. So, hey, live, travel, do what you got to do. Enjoy your life, boo. Enjoy your life. <laughs> <laughs> have you been to any of the award shows or anything like that? That is on my bucket list. I would love to go to an award show. I would love to be on on the media end of it, be on the red carpet. I'm actually working on that. It's funny you ask that. I'm working on, there's a couple of people I know uh, within Cumulus that could probably put the bug in the right folks' ear. They have like their poster people that go to those things, but I, I want to be one of them and I want to go. Yeah. Um, so I, I mean, the only thing I can do is show and prove. So, hey, we're going to, we're going to quote that this was first discussed on your show right here <laughs> and, and when it happens i'm gonna be like look look what happened so yeah we're, we're gonna speak that into existence one of the coolest things about being in radio is you'll be out somewhere in public and i mean does someone ever notice your voice and they're like hey i listen to you all the time oh my <laughs> gosh yeah i've actually had people notice my voice or just they know me because they follow me i had somebody come up to the grocery store not that long ago and she was like e-class i'm like yeah, I didn't know who she was, but you know, um, and that's crazy to me, but but it does happen. It's scary. Um, I've had people, I've had stalkers, which is scary. Um, but real, I've, I've, yeah, like I've had people, if um, that's the one thing about radio, you know, if you're going to be at a station event, um, they know where you're going to be, they can show up. And we, we've had that happen a couple of times where they actually had to like kind of watch and, and get behind it a little bit, but um, yeah, it is scary. It's a trip, but it, when I have had people recognize my voice, which is also, um, it's cool though. It's cool. <laughs> I mean, is it hard to remain anonymous? Yeah, it's hard. It, I, and I think it depends on um, where you get within your radio career, like, you know, how much you're doing, how much you've done. I've done quite a bit, you know, I'm only 39. I've, I've been in the industry since 2008, seven, but I've, I've done a lot, you know, and um I think that it's, it is one of those things where I, I want to sometimes not, I have been, I, I will say I have a, a radio colleague, Ash Mack, and we've went out together. And I remember when we went out together, nobody knew who I was. They only knew who she was. And although it was very awkward for me, cause I'm not used to that. It was so cool. Nobody knew who I was. They only <laughs> knew her. So, you know, um, and she's amazing talent by the way, but, um, yeah, so I think that's just, you know, I, I, I would love to just be down. I'm, I'm a very private person when I'm not, you know, on the air, on social media. I'm pretty pretty chill, keep to myself, so I like it. Well, and you've had a very uh, successful career at this point. Is there still something yes. that you want to accomplish? Um, I just want to keep growing, man. I want to learn what I can do, uh, learn what I can learn um eventually maybe program my own station I don't know I'm still kind of on the fence if I even want to go that far with that uh, but I would love to you know become a media correspondent and tap into more tv um for sure and um, I've written for publications I, I wouldn't mind doing that again but um to tap into the tv side and to um and just grow as a radio talent um 
you know, I have a couple shows that are considered syndicated, but to really have like my own branded syndicated show, um, that that's that's on my list. I would love that. And, and not to discourage this industry, but like, yeah, what are some other paths that people could take if they're like, I don't want to do radio anymore, but the skills will still transfer? Um, I mean, you can do so many things you can do. If you can tap into your PR side, you can be our, a PR for a company. You can go uh, be like their communication specialist. Um, uh, you can do reporting. You can go into TV if you want to switch over from radio. We see that often. Um, some people become correspondents for magazine because magazine is, is becoming less print, more digital. Mm-hmm. Um, so tapping into that, the voiceover side, which is, is so hard now, especially most celebrities are the ones that are getting selected for everything that are already established. But um, voiceover, uh, teaching, I know a lot of people that are teaching radio programs and um, uh, for youth and, and what have you. So there are so many avenues you can take. And if you ever want to connect with me to to tap yeah. my tap my my you know tap into whatever my knowledge I can share, you can follow me on any social media page at M S E K L A S S. Awesome. Um, would you want to be a teacher at any point? I think you'd be a cool oh yeah. Professor. I've, I've always had um actually when I was in radio, um, my part time job was always substitute teaching or instructional assistant. I've always done that. Um, so I could definitely switch over if I, I feel like that if I totally got burnt out on all things media journalism whatever that would be the next thing for me we'll wrap up with this what's the best piece of advice you've received in, in your career easy 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 came from this boss that put me on the air for the first time and he always said make plays not excuses and that quote stuck with me forever like because I was that that person that I, I had a rough start in radio I, I didn't quite um, figure out, you know, that life is going to happen, but they don't want to hear the excuses. They want you to, to, to do the action. And so, yeah, make plays, not excuses, period, point blank. <laughs> uh, again, Miss E-Class, uh, how can folks follow you and where can we hear you? <clears throat> yeah, you can, uh, you can listen to me live on uh, uh, Monday through Friday, let's see, 9 a.m. to 2 p.m. Central Time, uh, 103.5 WRBO, that's uh, 103.5 WRBO.com. Or on the mobile app, you can listen to me um, Monday through Friday, 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. Eastern time on Hot 106 Prov. Uh, it's in Providence. You can there. There's a couple networks I'm on as well, but those that's a lot of stations. But you can follow me at M S E K L A S S on your favorite social media pages. All right, Miss E Class, thank you for being here. It's been awesome no, to catch you. up with you. Yes, yeah. it was awesome to catch up with you. Thank you so much for having me. Folks, to hear this episode again, you can head over to my website, jbkonair.com. You can also get the podcast anywhere that you get your podcast by searching JBK on Air. And if you feel so compelled, you can also donate to the show with the link in the description. Until next time, have a great day and a better tomorrow.